At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Microphone check, one oh. Did I have it on me? What's that? How we doing? You good. You good. You got some questions. I got some questions. Gonna get some answers. Now I got oh. some answers. East Coast to West Coast rivalry. Coming to you at 11.15 p.m. <laughs> you sound like one of the monster truck commercials yes real 80s babies okay the last yeah. of the childhoods that ever was hey man <laughs> shout out to Greg. listen listen it is Monday happy motherfucker Monday is over and uh, we are here Okay, mm-hmm. we made it. How was work? Work is still working. Uh, work. work will always be work, uh, whether it's on uh, the lows or the highs until we get our own. So, yeah, work is work. <sighs> yeah, I am. Um, I'm packed for work tomorrow. Tomorrow, I have to go into the office. Mm. So, um, before that, my family needs me at the grocery store, though. So I will be one of those early morning grocery shop people before I leave. Because by the time I get home, it's going to be beyond dinner time. Well, the good thing is, um, you know, you go in the morning, it's less traffic. True, true. And I don't got to take the kids because my mom is here. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go get my day snacks and not pay a lung and a kidney. Um, so we all Gucci. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are here tonight because your episode checks and balances episode two forty one on BTG for President podcast. I was. Mm-hmm. I was yelling at my device, okay? And I was yelling at my device because I was agreeing with you. <laughs> I was agreeing okay. with you on the audacity that people have about creators' time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? On that yeah. episode, talking about um, having a support system you were talking mm-hmm. about uh good networking you were talking about balancing time for yourself your family mm-hmm. acting 
or even just having time to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, a lot of people don't understand how important those different things are to anybody creating anything because mm-hmm. you get so much content and a perspective from doing regular shit that's not mm-hmm. your creative shit. So let's say that like you're a painter, you're going to get more inspiration by doing everyday regular shit that's outside of painting. If you're a writer, same thing. If, 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 you know, maybe you do like a YouTube show, you have to get your content from somewhere. Like you can't wait for the world to do something so you can talk about it all the time. And right. so for you, you just don't do podcasting. For me, I just don't do podcasting. There, there's other areas where we are creative and where we, have to have those avenues in order to do podcasting the way we do podcasting. Correct. So I feel like um, the audacity from other people comes in when they expect, they expect your art when they expect your art and we need it and you haven't done this this week and we haven't heard this from you and we haven't seen this from you what are you doing i'm fucking living my life absolutely okay and so i appreciated that episode i feel like um organization is a must that's Mm -hmm. the only sense and it doesn't have you like frustrated at the end of the week um i do hate people wasting my time so when you had brought that up i was like hey 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 yeah yeah um and then and then i'm thinking about like what's on your plate like you just moved um Mm -hmm. you got house congrats on that and then on top of that shit on top of you moving with two kids, your wife, a new house, still having to work in the middle of moving shit, you got a hairy member. Oh, yes. The mocha love. Mocha. Get a dog. So soon. Yeah, yeah. And I was against it, too, to begin with. I was against it. Who brought it up? Oh, my wife, my wife and my kids have been bringing it up for shoot at least the last last five years or so. You know, they all they wanted one when we had the the, the last place, but I said, look, there's not enough room. And mm-hmm. then I made up so many excuses, but I have they were legit excuses off my personal experience. It wasn't that I didn't like a dog because I don't like dog or anything like that. Um, I actually like pets. But it's a responsibility. Um, yeah. I wasn't against what Mike Vick did. I was actually on his side because I do know the difference between fighting dogs and pedestrian dogs. At the same yeah. time, I do consider dogs, um, especially the, the the younger ones, You know, they're like babies in a way. Mm-hmm. And, you, yeah. and you have to, t- yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you have to take care of them just like you take care of another human. Right. And um, 
that's a lot of stress, you know, because, and that stress is built up from the emotion that the emotional attachment that you're going to have to that puppy, you know, that puppy turns into a pet, into a family extremely fast. Um, I've witnessed people that I didn't even know uh, lose pets, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's, it's, is really no different than losing an actual family member. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to lie. I ran away from that. I tried to avoid that. And the PTSD of me having pets when I were younger, dogs, chickens, uh, Mm -hmm. you name it. And all of them had eventually passed away. You know what I mean? So it's like me being an adult now, knowing uh, how serious it is to take care of a pet, um, it, I was just trying to avoid extra responsibility, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. that's my little mocha, little mm-hmm. mocha. I ain't gonna lie to you, mocha is cute. Um, but I'm with you. I avoid. I like I like the house that I'm renting right now because it's it's huge. It's great space to walk, right? Mm-hmm. But. I push the fact that the owner doesn't want us to have pets here. And I was just like, yes, Jesus. <laughs> On the word, no. And I just feel like the girls is like five and eight. That's not old enough for me to be able to be like, this is your responsibility. Yeah, no, they're not, they're not going to get that. They're not going to get yeah. that. Yeah. I sound just like when I buy my first house, then we'll get a dog. And when I get a dog, it's not gonna be no little cute shit. It's gonna be some if you see me walking this dog, go in your house. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That it's crazy that you say that because they already uh plotting on trying to get dog number two. But they see? understand but they understand because they want a big dog as well. They want a they want a big dog. Not sure what type of dog. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming near like a Great Dane or something like that. But See, Great are are nice, but it's sad because they only live seven years and they get old, and it's like a sad way of watching them not able to be, you know, mobile like they used to be. Um, yeah. I just want like a dog that's been around people enough, seen a little bit of life. And would appreciate the fact that I gave you a home. Now you better act right. <laughs> like, that's, that's the kind of dog I want. And somebody, like, of course I will get the dog trained because I don't have the patience to train the dog. Um, mm. We're actually going I, through that process right now. We're training the dog ourselves. And it's coming along. A puppy is like a baby, especially when they want to cuddle and gnaw on your thighs. I babysat plenty of puppies in my day to be like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, crying yeah. because they want to be somewhere where they can't be. I'm good. I'm good on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I it's, love it. Especially, especially when they don't have all their shots yet, so they're not able to go outside. and Boy. You know, something block. Dog- Smaller dogs are expensive and don't let them be bougie and only eat a certain type of food. Well, let, let me tell you, right now, right now, Mocha is on the project diet, right? And that's only because, you know, we're semi-new to the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
um, and not not just new to like pets in general, but to a, a, a multi pool. You know what I mean? I always told her, I said, if we get a dog, it has to be a cute dog. It got to be that dog, that toy that go bark, bark, and do a backflip. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be one of those type of dogs. I said, if it's an ugly dog, it got to be a vicious big dog. You know what I'm saying? But we got to get it from when it's a, a baby. You know what I'm saying? Because I want it to grow up around my kids. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, this is our first time having a multi-poo. So, you know, it's only, uh, it's coming up on uh, five months. And mm. it's, a, it's a little, it's a little thing, little thing. It's a little feisty. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a little feisty. It's already spoiled now. But, you know, when my wife asked a question, like, well, what should we do? You know, this, that, and the third. And I said, no, what we're going to do is go ask somebody who knows, you know, go to Petco or PetSmart, et cetera, mm-hmm. and ask them, what do we need? What can we get? What should we get for a multi-poop? Just not mm-hmm. for a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot. See, I pick my dogs like I pick my men. Mm, tell me about it. Or, or shall I say, I pick my men like I pick my dogs. I want them a little bit rough. I don't want them to know that they're cute. And I don't need them needing too much. Mm, well, that's the right pet because it, <laughs> you know, dogs eventually figure out how to take care of themselves. Yes. A dog on dog. I'm not licking you, lick yourself. I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> but I love, I'm not going to lie to you. It, it warms my heart um, when I, now that when I come home, it can mm-hmm. sense that, it, it can sense when I'm walking, when I'm walking up. Uh, same thing with my wife, man. And she just gets excited and stuff like that and trying to lick and bite on us and stuff like that. Little teeth feel like, <laughs> It's like new toddler love. When when you yeah. come home to your toddler and they meet you at the door, it's like damn, somebody <laughs> loves me. Yeah, man, it's a it's a, it's a beautiful thing. But I'm not gonna lie though, the older I get, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. By the grace of God, man, I, I get me, I can come into a, a better financial situation where I can go get me one of them big ass expensive dogs that I can grow old with. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I appreciate my friends and I love them. My friends are basically family, but you know what I'm saying. I, I want me a I want me an Ace Boone Coon at home sometimes. You know, mm. when I can talk back and when they bark, I don't really don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I want a Sharpay and then a dog with bigger man balls. A bigger man ball. So that is that's something that you look up first when you're looking for a dog. Now I understand what's going on. Bigger man balls. Like if I could if I could be in an argument with the man I'm with and be like, that's why the dog balls bigger than yours. That's Instead the dog. of looking for the harness or the, the proper diet to, no. to feed the dog, you're looking for heavy balls. That's that I'm gonna be like, what that hang time like? <laughs> what that hang yo. Let's talk about it real quick. Just real quick, real real fast. A dog's hang time is crazy. Yes, it's crazy. So it's like you want to walk up. Have you ever ever saw them when when they get stuck though? Oh no, no, I never seen. Yeah, he be dragon ball. Yeah, I think you can YouTube, YouTube it. No, fall down, that, fall down that rabbit hole if you want to. 
<laughs> but um it's a lot and that is why I brought that up because that is time like in the middle of that it's like am I focused on the fact that I told y'all I need to put an episode out on Monday and I'm in the middle of this no so I think with that saying no is also self-care absolutely it's a a thousand self-care and respect too Yes, like you don't have to say no because I'm moving or no because I got this. It's no, there's no episode this week. Yeah. I'll catch you another time. Or um, I was telling you in the um, DMs, I was like, I'm at the point where I got to say no to people because I can't afford chances. I can't afford giving chances to people to possibly waste my time. Yeah, especially you. <laughs> I've seen your calendar. Listen. God damn it ain't a world. I gave um I gave uh Greg a no day, which is um Wednesday, because he has the um wedding this weekend, but I don't know if he's going because you know he got COVID. And Greg got COVID? Yeah, because his wife had it and then she was away. And then the baby, he taking care of the baby, and then he ended up testing testing for it the day a day ago. Yeah, I remember. I I, I had just a matter of fact, I think he mentioned it on his live on TikTok when we was on uh, the live together. Yeah, yeah. So, um, hopefully, wait, hold on, hold on, Shane. Yo, mm-hmm. and shout out to Stone. Look here, you little nigga. Your ass was cheating during that goddamn uh versus battle we did. This nigga was this nigga was voting for itself. And I didn't know how to vote. Shan, I didn't know how to vote. And they would say, vote for the song that you like. Is it Baylor's or do you like Stones? This nigga was oh, you're voting talking for about, uh, Yeah. Hmm. That's all. I just, I, that's all. I just wanted to address that. I just wanted to address that nigga right there. Because he in the street saying that he whooped my ass in the versus battle. And come to find out. This nigga was voting for his <laughs> nigga was voting for himself. <laughs> I hate niggas, man. Niggas will. Yo, we can't have shit, man. <laughs> I'm sick of people, I swear. It sounds like our uh politics in the United States when they vote for themselves. This um, is why I president. <clears throat> listen, speaking on president. Why the fuck we got a president that looked like he did on arrival? It looked like he came back. It looked like he's the only nigga that know what it's like on the other side. And is he mixed with Asian because his eyes are semi not open? Man, I just remember that nigga falling down the steps. I said, fuck. Did he? Oh my God. He must have an abominable hip. Um, when it comes to creating, right? Mm-hmm. I got weird questions coming, but I just wanted to get into this. Because... I, I want to see, see how weird they are. I, I've been excited. Ever since you told me that you got some way out weird questions, I've been like low-key you know, amped. I... I tested them out on my um, the girls in the house, my mom and the girls. Shout so... out to your girls. You got beautiful girls. And yeah, that's your mama. That's your yeah. mama. Yeah. <laughs> we are twins. Yes. Hmm. 
she could fit my pocket. She's the only woman that I'm taller than. And, I bet, and she's strong. She, I, she got that look like she's stronger than a lot of niggas. She is strong. Um, I mean, five big head babies came out of that. Yeah, shout out to moms. You know what I'm saying? I don't have it. She got that uh, elastic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't a- go no further. I can't go no further <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> I'm, like, I can't. I'm tapped out. I'm tapped out. You're getting closer and closer to everything that's personal, and I can't. I can't do nothing about it. I can't do nothing about, it. especially if you hear this episode. No moms. I stopped in the third quarter. This is your daughter. She's Where was I Hold me back. Um. Shout out, yo, shout out to Gigi down there. I see you, Gigi. I see, and Gigi, she Gigi, look at G. Even in Gigi's avatar, she got Gigi on lingerie. Here with the fresh salon. Yeah, Gigi don't be playing around. That's my. That's low key my therapist. Mm, that's my freeway therapist. Gigi has a um, a verbal welcoming that makes you want to talk. Yeah, on the flip on the flip side though, I know she get those compliments all the time. But I'm a, I gotta flip it on her sometimes. She can use that voice for a lot of wrongdoings and she knows it. I believe so. I believe oh, yeah. so. She, yeah. she can convince a cat to open its own can of cat food. Yeah. I would love to see. I like I don't like cats. That motherfucker is bad. But I used to like cats and the older I got and I I started to feel like I don't like cats because cats are like cats are like a woman who has everything but always finds a little reason on how to be nasty to people. I like that. I like that description. That is a that's a sneaky pussy. I feed you, I make sure you have a clean litter box. I give you a home. I don't block you from going into rooms. And I walk in my house, and all you want to do is hide and jump on me. Yeah, and give you pat pats. That's a feisty what? pussy. And rip up furniture and play in shit that you're not supposed to be in and leave fur all over my shit. That's a hairy pussy. Mm. Mm-hmm. But you know what I have grown to like, though, in the pussy mm. world? Those naked cats, those those like skin cats that look like um, yeah, that look like ball meat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just like you know what these cats kind of make sense because they don't have no hair. Um, that's wrinkly pussy. Listen, <laughs> is that what? Get over here. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when you get older, it's going to sound like an old cat. Yeah. I feel like. I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? This is why I can't wait on the questions because she just. <laughs> this episode alone, she's changed her voice so many times. Kendrick Lamar would be proud of her. Let me tell you. Kendrick makes me so proud to be a Gemini in the United States, okay? 
Kendrick is like the last of the hope that I have in my generation of 80s babies coming through on a mic. With he, a inspire, he inspires me to, to be creative because that that latest video. Listen, videos creative. today think like that. Yeah, that was it caught me off guard. It caught it, it it I'm just yeah, it was that's something special. He's a special character. I love it. I love it. Um what did I want to say? I wanna say that I appreciate your duet and stitches that you do with other creators on the TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it's very smart creatively to collaborate with other people not just podcasters but I feel like if you're creating any type of content you need to be getting your TikTok feet wet yes okay so um when it comes to this created creating shit um it's what we enjoy but don't mistake what I create for wasting my time meaning you have other shit to do I have other shit to do. Drake has other shit to do. Greg has other shit to do. Gigi has other shit to do. We all have other shit to do. And you said what I wanted to say with checks and balances. And um, I was like, oh my God, we have to talk about it. Um, So one thing that you did say on that, you said that you wanted to get your TikTok people to your IG. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what IG is trying to do or where they're trying to go, but it's really not exciting anymore because as far as like content, they're running out of ways that people want to utilize IG and now they're trying to block TikTok uh, content from being on there. So it's only moving more people to TikTok. So I don't know what their thought process was with that. Um, Yeah. We did see that Facebook is closing out all podcasters' pages on there. So yeah. who uses Facebook anymore? I don't know. Yeah. Well, once um, once one gets going, a whole train starts going. So it's going to be major changes in the future. Yeah. I'm just preparing myself to make sure people know where else I'm at. Um, so but, you are, you but, but, but you already know, and you're smart enough to know that with change, you just got to you just got to play the game with them, which means you you just have to figure out how to uh, you're already going to be consistent. But as right. far as pl- plugging in the show on multiple platforms, but the way we were doing it now is going to be slightly different. So, like I said, you smart enough to know that you'll have to, you'll figure it out. We all we always do. It's just yeah. the, the, the good thing is we're trying to get ahead of it to where. Like we know the change is coming, so as soon as the change comes, we can adjust to it quickly, so we can keep everything rolling. Because I'm still trying to adjust to TikTok. Me too. Um, I go through the the effects every once in a while when I'm bored and I'm just browsing t- through to see what this does. What does this do? What does this do? Um, so <clears throat> mainly, I just want to use TikTok for again letting people know everything that I'm into. Don't say that you can't find this that I'm doing because this is here or you saw this or you saw this. And so um, utilizing it and making a point to not just follow people just to be following people 
or have people that I'm following that aren't inspiring me. So mm-hmm. I'll go through sometimes and I'll unfollow people, not because they did something bad, just because I'm not growing from you. I would rather follow somebody I can grow from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Iron, iron sharpens iron. Listen, so do not sleep on TikTok. Um, your phone is basically your production tool. Um, when you're a creator, when you're promoting anything, when you're um, selling merch, or you just have Everything, something, anything. Your your phone, your phone is your opportunity. Yes, yes. Um, I'll, I'm always looking up small shareable tips. Or trying to give small shareable tips. Um, and when it comes to like just social media, are you you on social media? Like, I, I, I feel like you are you when you get off of this shit. Like, when you off your phone, you are a bailer in the house, you are a bailer in the car, you are a bailer in the grocery store, you are a yeah. bailer. You were a bailer with Bailey. Like, you're a bailer. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think the, it's super the, important. The only thing that changes is the volume of Baylor. So uh, I can either... It's it's a lot... For example, it's a lot of things that, that wasn't recorded. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That should have been recorded. And then there's going to be times where Baylor's just not that talkative, just chill mode, don't want to do too much, don't care if people are around or not. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, no, I don't. The the one thing that I will say is I will, I will give myself some some energy, and, mm-hmm. and I've learned that from like my first, my I would say around my first hundred episodes. Uh, be honest, um, no nonsense show. He also edits my shows. He would say, "Man, sometimes on your on your sports show, you know, <laughs> we can hear you yawning." You know what I'm mm. saying? Because I'm recording at 11, 12, 1, sometimes even 2 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, without even thinking or being aware, like I'm yawning on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you can also feel my energy. My energy is saying, as soon as I stop recording, I'm going to fall asleep. Yep. <laughs> and, I had, and I had to realize that because I'm not a picky podcast listener, but mm-hmm. I do I do like I, I, I put it to you like this. I pick my podcast on how I used to pick my women. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm very diverse, <laughs> very diverse, yeah. but I can be picky with certain things. You mm-hmm. know, and as far as like podcasting, like your energy tells me everything. Not just yeah. the insight, not just the message, but I gotta, you know, I gotta feel it. I was listening to Drake's uh Mother's Day show and I shed a tear. Because I felt his emotions yeah. through, through the content. And I can also relate to it on a personal level. But mm-hmm. if you pass off information and your energy is the same as the cast that's on TV, like I don't need anything script and or anything fake about it. Like give me your real emotions and give me that energy with the content. So right. that was my only that was my only thing that I, I will change about myself is that. If it's one o'clock in the morning and I feel like I have a deadline or or I got the the idea and the flow going, then I'm gonna record. I got to make sure I, I I create this energy and mm-hmm. to get the, to get the show done. Mm. 
We got a message. BTG? Chan, what's poppin'? What's up, Jerry? Jerry, you in for a good one, because Shan has some, uh, what she called weird. And if you don't know Shan, Shan is the most uh, entertaining woman <laughs> that will surprise you, but you won't be surprised. But you'll be surprised, but you won't. <laughs> So if she said these questions is going to be weird, uh, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. And you got um, a dope last name. I don't know how to pronounce it, and I don't want to mess it up, but that's a dope last name. Um, is it Gauzet or Gauzet? Yo, we're going to go with that. That's Jere Gauzet. Yeah, that's fire, though. Yo, he could be a crime boss or some shit like you that. You want to use my throat muscles. We can't go. We can't, we can't say Jerry though. It, that's got to be Jerry. Jerry. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Goss. Gosse. That's like some French shit. Nah, it's just straight Goss. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go with Goss. Yes. Okay. We the Goss. The ghost. Um, two things, or maybe three things. Um, R.I.P. to all the times where we thought we pressed record and we didn't. That's one of these times. No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? No, you know the- what? You know what? Me and my wife have an episode that would. You told me that, and I felt oh, so I am- bad for y'all. Yo, that episode was fire. Like we was just that it, that shit was like Jada Kiss and Styles P. It was so smooth going back and forth. Then next thing you know, oh, I press record, but I didn't press her mic open. Like well, it was it was it was over the phone, but I didn't press the button to record her track. And I said, so it just sounds like I'm talking to myself. Right. That's fire by itself, but it's scary. Um. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> I didn't record her and it was so I was so mad because that shit was so organic. Mm-hmm. I think I was recording the show already and she called in the middle of it. So I said, fuck it, let's rock. Man, that happened to me a couple of times. Um, another thing you said about brain fart. What a big dookie. Um mm. <laughs> you said uh when it comes to like creating shit, fuck it, I lost it. It's gone. It'll come back. It'll come. <laughs> but when when like you come on social media, it's just like this shit. This shit is not really a big deal. Like I. I don't I don't get ready to get on social media. I just be like, hey, this is what I want to get off right now. That's it. And that's what made me create these questions that I'm about to ask you. Oh, uh, JG, you ready for this essay? <laughs> um, but I, what I will say about this creating shit, consistency is key. Regular schedules matter. 
Um, and when it comes to like your energy, there it goes. Your energy, when it comes to your energy for episode, I have stopped recording, even though I had the perfect night to record. I have stopped myself from recording because my energy was off. Uh-huh. Even I wanted to do the episode, how I sounded sounded like I didn't have it in me. Uh-huh. One thing I'm not gonna give you what I'm not cooking, I'm gonna give you it. When it's ready to be plated and dished and down your throat. Okay. So I do stop myself from recording if the energy is not there. Okay, Kendrick Lamar. Um, <laughs> oh, but let, let me tell you, this is uh, another, another reason why I do that is because pay attention to when you go to certain places and you, yeah. and, and, and just depending on where you go and pay attention to the customer service. The shit that we might call corny or whatever is the ones that keep us engaged. For example, yeah. when you watch when you watch shows on on Disney, you know, those characters that they're playing have to be, you know, extra with their, you know, what the the way they, you know, present their lines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just they do is it, what we call doing too much. But what we never really realized is that them doing too much, acting like that, kept us mm-hmm. engaged. That's energy. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, and then even if you go to certain places, certain food places and how they greet you and how they take care of you, like that, that you pay attention to that. So I pay attention to how people present themselves on their yeah. podcast or else I, I'm not going to lie to you. Is I, I also listen to the podcast, how I listen to music, new music is that I'll listen to the beat <laughs> and then I'll listen to the content. But I'm only going to listen to so much because if the beat don't catch me and if I feel like it's not a melody to it, I'll skip. I'm the same exact way. I listen to the sound. You got to catch me first. If you don't catch me, I'm on to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, when I get new books, I read the front and then I read the last sentence of the last chapter. And if they don't get me and make me want to read it, I'm not reading that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, very important. Very important. Clear eyes. That guy, the only reason he's perfect for that is because of his voice. Exactly. On, on Fern Gully, my favorite character is the motherfucking bat that was rapping. On um, Let It Go, that movie sells. What's up, Tierra? Because of that bitch singing that song with that long booty weave. And them mm. kids be so into that. So, yeah. definitely yo, works. Yo, yo. And Real quick, Bruno, they don't talk about Bruno. Bruno, the only nigga that's not talked about, that's talked about the most. Mm. I'm, getting, I'm getting tired of Bruno. Really? Yeah, they say we can't talk about him, but they keep talking about not talking about him. So stop talking about him. What's wrong with Bruno? They, we don't talk about him. Mm. That's a problem. I didn't know that was a rule. Now I want to talk about him. Me neither. I don't know what else to talk about when it comes to him. Is it his high notes, his tight ass pants, or his Jerry curl? Shout out to the Jerry curls. Shout out yeah. to the Oh my God. I would have had so much grease on people's shirts. And- hey, by the grace of God, man, you know, I turned 40 this year. I think for my 50th, yeah. I think I'm going to give me a natural Jerry curl. Really? Fuck it. Look, your doggy's in here. Mocha. He has a doggy named Mocha. 
Mocha's in here. All, All right. right. So for these weird good questions. Yeah, let's 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 roll. <laughs> and I'm gonna answer everything that I ask you. Okay. All right. Question one. What should I ask you that I didn't know enough to ask you? Uh, I would say, what are some of my hobbies outside of the obvious ones? I mean, everybody knows that I play basketball, I make merch, I'm a podcaster. But, mm-hmm. you know, I have other hobbies that uh, people might not know. Like about. what? Uh, well, for one... I like model cars. I don't have any on me, but I used to I used to buy model cars, uh, strip them apart, buy, you know, we, we had to take an adult. I'm not sure why. Well, I do know why, but it was, I wasn't using it for that reason. But, you know, we would go buy some uh, spray paint or whatever, and we would build our, we would take apart, apart the cars and build them back to scratch, but put like a generator in the back to make it a, a low rider. Um, you talking about a real car that you can get in. No, no, I'm talking about little model cars, toys. Like little ones. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let me tell you what I've been doing, Baylor. I've been buying these motherfucking, like, miniature cars that mm-hmm. are rep of, like, real cars. And so when I was going to Florida to pick my mom up, we stopped at this old country uh, truck stop. And they had, like, the restaurants connected to the convenience store, and I'm just like, hmm, what the hell is in here? They had this Corvette with the engine thing that you could lift up for twenty dollars, and I said, "Give me that." I don't know why I wanted. <laughs> so well, I got that. This, yeah. I got that. I got a Porsche. I got a blue Porsche. Anya, I have a, I have a Benz truck. Anya has um, some other car that she's killing, but I don't do nothing with them. I just want them. And that, okay, so that, my friend, is called just the treasure chest of the 80s because I I turned 40 this year at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I still want to collect certain toys. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just want yeah. them, I really want my own man cave to where I can set my shit up. And the man cave will resemble somewhat of a teenager in the 80s or the early 90s. And that's what I want. That's going to be therapeutic. I like that. I like that. I did buy a, a portable CD player last week. Mm, with batteries? With batteries? With, with batteries and the motherfucking hard ass. But this is, the, this is the real question, though. Does it come with the anti-skip? Because if, if you don't got the anti-skip, it yeah. does have ice skin. Yeah, because that motherfucker, soon you set that mug down, that shit is. The remix. It's the original. I will say um, this. My next my next vintage uh, item, I want to buy a record player and start buying some vinyls. I know Target is bloody. Vinyls are expensive as shit. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to collect shit. I want to be a vintage hoarder. Me too, and I want to sniff the old records. I know if I lived in New York still, because I used to buy records. The most of the records that I have now are ones that I bought in like 2010, 11, when I didn't have a record player. I would just go into Brooklyn. I would go at those little 
shops that will have records all over the place, not know what the shit sound like. And then now that I have a record player, I started playing them. I have an Earth, Wind & Fire one. Um, I got a old Janet Jackson one. And I just like the smell of them shits. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I was going to say. I like I, I appreciate how confident you are to skip past some shit like that and say that mm-hmm. you love smell uh, vinyl records. <laughs> we don't skip over sniffing records and shit. Well, well, well. I hope you're enjoying the episode because it is featuring Baylor. You've heard Baylor before, but you can also find Baylor's podcast on all of your podcast platforms, represented by Rare Sonics Media, okay? BTG for president, okay? Put it in the title, BTG, you know your letters, for president, okay? Latest episode came out on Thursday. I hope you're enjoying the show today. Find him at Baylorism on Twitter, and IG, but Twitter is usually his place, okay? We are all pod fam out here. We support each other. Shout out to Gigi in the audience. Shout out to Tierra. Shout out to everybody that came through. And shout out to Drake from Everything Culture for putting out his first episode for the new season. That was a hard one, but a good one. Appreciate it. Now back to the show. Yes. All right. We got a voice. We got we got a voice now. I'm still trying to process how you smell something. <laughs> Hello everyone. Yeah, this is Mocha. Um BTG, do you have a dog named Mocha? Yes. Because that's pretty wild to step in a room and be addressed as a dog. No! I know. I know. I, I know. I was thinking I just I don't come after me. No, but look, um, I do have a multi pool, and yes. her name Mocha. is Mocha Mocha Denise Taylor. Uh, Denise is her name. Is it from um, the Huxtables? Um, no, no, but it's, 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 that was that was that came from Marcy. That came from Marcy. So. Um, yeah, and that's my little sugar plum, uh, plum. Uh, I love the, name, I love the name Mocha in general. Although I spelled it wrong for my dog at first, I thought for some reason I don't know, and this was off of edible. I thought yeah. it was M O C A, and then my wife was like, "Nigga, is that how you spell Mocha?" And I'm like, <laughs> and then I sat there and thought about it. I was like, "Why? Why am I trying to be exotic?" With an already perfect name, like the name is already perfect, and then I just tried to—I don't know—put too much sauce. As soon as I saw you come in the room, I just heard—I just thought about his doggy because we were just talking about the dog. So Baylor yeah. just got a new house, and then he has been um, pressured and semi-loved the fact that he was going to get this dog, and that's what the doggy name is. Not a dis tease, this. Definitely not a thing. But, but I definitely, but I definitely love your name, though. In general, yes. I, if I would have, if I would have been thinking about that name, if I'd have been thinking about that name six years ago, that probably would have been my daughter's name. Really? Yeah, I like, I, I like Mocha. I love, and we call her Momo. Why do we call her Momo? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you. My uh <laughs> my alpha my alpha bell is on low right now. Listen. Okay. Levels of Baylor coming to you at twelve AM that's, on that's that's my Momo Mocha. So if I can ask you Mocha, um what is what is your nickname? Is it do they call you Momo? Mm. Answer if you like to. Um should I answer this question? What should I ask you? Yeah, they are. Yeah, you know, for, for, okay. well, yeah, what would you uh what is something about you that that you and that's crazy because I feel like you mentioned just about everything. I feel uh, like I, I I never forget about you know, you running across the street for that goddamn candy. I'm, ne- I'm never the candy and got hit by a car. I think she answered it. Hold on. Let's see. Come on. Wait. I hit it too. No, my name is just Mocha. They call me Mocha. Mm. No, my name is just Mocha. They call me Mocha. But thank you so much for explaining that. And, um, I wish you and your doggy lots of happy years together. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on, Thank Mocha. You. Um, what haven't I told you guys? <sighs> I um, I like to skydive for fun. Have I told you? How many times have you done this? Um, once. And I want to do it again, and I want to go get like the they do um, private airplane lessons there, but uh, nobody wants to come because uh, they now. I know why. I so the first one I did, I did with a friend of mine, and the guy was like, "Who wants to go first? And she was like, "She does," and I was like, "Okay, <laughs> throw me out the plane." So um, I flew first, and it's one of those things that when you do it. You want to do it again. But I feel like the stakes is high for other things that I need to do and put in first before I go do it again. Yeah, you know, me and the fellas have been talking about it. It's not a cheap hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's for that's for sure. I yeah, I heard I heard about that. Um I think I'm okay. Mm. I think I'm okay. Yeah, because I like the older I get, the scarier I am. So yeah, I'm okay. yeah, man. Like I, I'm, I'm. I this is the thing though. I still have an ego, so I might tell you like, yo, I, I think I'm done with roller coasters. But if you, if I go to Six Flags or if I go to Universal City, then my ego is gonna be like, man, just gonna get on real quick. Let me tell you, know? you the same regret that I get when I get. On the roller coaster, the same regret that I get while I'm in a relationship. <laughs> Why did I get on here? I don't want to be on here. I don't like how this feels. <laughs> but I always get on the roller coaster and I sit in the middle, thinking that it's a safer place. It feels the same way anywhere you sit. Um, I feel like I have time in between of being pressured to get back on roller coasters because my kids aren't old enough. So I'm just going to build my willpower back up. But I don't like roller coasters, but I will jump out of a plane any day. Yeah, I'm going to just, 
you know, if I want a thrill, I'm just gonna take like two edibles and just you do that already. That's not a thrill for you. I'll just go add some extra milligrams up so I could just go to a place. You know what I'm saying? I'd have been to some places. I'm sure. I'm sure. I believe you. Next weird question. Weird good question. All right. Okay. Have you ever thought about your jiggly parts on your body being on another part of your body? Why or why not? Um, the j- you said jiggly? Jiggly parts, yes. So that's like... <laughs> no, man. I, I, I can't even lie to y'all. I don't think I've ever put my balls in a different place. I probably, I probably had, I probably at one point or two, or maybe about five times, thought about like where else would I put my penis, right? Um, just so like, yo, just imagine if they put it on like my forearm, yo. <laughs> you talking about that's the true definition of beating the pussy up. Because the way I would be jabbing, <laughs> that's crazy right there. But outside of that, that's been up levels, okay? Um, I, I, I don't know why I was thinking about it this week. I did tweet that today, and I was like, I hope he doesn't see this tweet because I'm gonna ask. I've been thinking about where else could be a safe place to put my titties on my body at the size that they are right now, the size that they are right now, and to serve the same purpose, you can't you can't breastfeed a child from your kneecap. Well, if it's if it served the same purpose, is it the same feeling? I don't know, but that would be weird. Because if if you if you if you put your breast uh, on your butt and you sit on it, that's pain. You're in pain, Bucko. No, it's not because the nipples go in. So you so so you you're letting me know I, that somebody's sitting on your chest. Who's sitting on your say, chest? Nobody, but I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and be like I never pushed them in before. Where you pushed them? <laughs> <laughs> what have you pushed them in? You talking about tucking them, or are you talking about putting them into something? I need to know. I need, I need to know which way you push it. Because I've seen them lethal. <laughs> them lethal weapons. You push them, like you push them in kind of like a button. I know your you back know. be way agitated. <laughs> You're like, ah, this motherfucker got out the bed again. <laughs> you know, get something to hold these things up. You push them in like a button. So it's not like it's, it's like a bone. It's soft. On, on, on the flip side, though, Shane, you know when you get up to your 70s, the motherfucker will turn into trash bags. <laughs> that's the only, I'm sure to you, that's the only surgery that I would get is to lift me up. Lift me up or I go-go, okay? Because Oh, my God. For me having these since, like, the sixth grade, they, they where they need to be in life at 34. You know what I'm saying? And in sixth grade, your companies didn't know what to do. 
listen and I look back at the pictures I took and I was like you know what he got the basketball hands in places on this picture he was the only sixth grader he was the only (laughs) sixth grader wearing a secretary blouse at school loud (laughs) okay loud in class but you know now now I'm just like it comes with the game I'm sorry I can't turn them down we both here at work how can I help you? Okay. Um, so we yeah, got a, we got a, we got a, we got a voicemail. Let's see what that voicemail is. <laughs> I will go with you, Shan. I love skydiving. <laughs> I've gone twice. One in like a PA Maryland area, and one in California. So you are not alone. Just let me know when you want to go, friend, and I will go with you. with. <laughs> Yes. Y'all influencing black people to jump out the sky. Yes, just don't tell my life insurance. But yes, 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 yes. Okay. <laughs> like noted, Gigi. Okay. Um, next question. Give me yeah. three weird fears you have. Go. Um, um, scared fears or three weird. Um, I'm. Is being scared of spiders one? I have a fear of spiders. I mean, that's that's normal. I feel like who like who likes spiders? No, but I'm terrified to where like I I if I see it, <laughs> I got to make sure he's dead. I can't I can't properly live life knowing that he's still in the house with me. Can you watch a video of spiders like the Australian yes. spiders? Yeah, I, oh. I'm not I'm not I'm not cringy, but in person. Okay. It's like it's it's flight or it's you know, basically like you gotta go, and then if I feel like I didn't get you on the first time, I panic. Mm. Okay, so I'm definitely like that about fast bugs. That's one of mine. Mm. I am terrified of fast bugs, F- bugs that run track. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you uh, okay. Um, give me another one. I I have a fear of uh... all right, so I have this weird fear and obsession with heights. So I'm okay I'm okay with being up high, but as mm-hmm. long as I as long as I'm contained, but I also have a fear of heights as well. But I'm not I'm willing to I'm willing like I like I get on roller coasters. I love mm-hmm. the thrill. Um I'm. I was scared to drive across the the bay the the bay bridge when I was mm-hmm. out there, um, and then we never got we never got the chance to uh, drive across the Golden State Bridge. But when we was about to, in my head, I just and I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared when I had to drive across the bay bridge. That motherfucker was moving. So I said, Wait a minute! I decided to finish shit. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, so it's it's like an obsession, but I also have a fear of, of heights in a way. When I'm in the plane, if I'm if I'm off an of edible, then I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But if not, if not, I have a panic. I know how to contain my panic attacks, but inside, it's like a house mm-hmm. on fire and me banging up against mm-hmm. the window. Out on the outside, I, I just look cool. But when we flew from uh, from L.A. to uh, San Francisco, which was only about an hour flighters and mm-hmm. some change. 
I was nervous the whole time. I was quiet, just nervous. But then on the way back, I timed my edible. <laughs> I had the time of my life on the way back. That shit was that shit felt like it was like 10 minutes, like a 10 minute flight. Interesting. What's your third one? I'm still scared to walk up the uh the stairs with the lights off. I think we all are, aren't we? I've done it. I've done it on some, I've done it on some, uh, I'm too tired to be scared type shit. But outside of that, I will wait till I get all the way up to the top of the stairs to turn the lights off. And then we used to play this game where like, if me, you know, me and Marcy will from time to time clean the kitchen up together. Cause obviously if y'all both clean up at the same time, it get done faster. Yeah. So We'll set assignments for each other. You get the side of the kitchen, I get this side, or you get the living room, you get the kitchen. And then sometimes, when you're... yeah, <laughs> some, somebody finished early and I hurry up and turn off the lights and run up the stairs. <laughs> do you do that shit to me? Yo, shit, she'll do that shit to me. And I just started screaming, like, ah! <laughs> shout out to the houses with two lights at the bottom of the step and at the top of the Yo, step. Yo, all through my house. All through oh. my house. So important. Yeah. Okay. So my other two weird fears are scabs. I hate the look of scabs. I hate... There's a word for it. I should have looked it up. Where people can't look at small circles of anything <laughs> moving too close. Really? That's that's me. It's it's nasty to me. It makes me itch. It makes my skin crawl. I don't like looking at it. Have you ever looked at a microscopic uh, picture of your eye? No. It's disgusting. It looks like a fucking scab in different colors in 3D and I can't stand looking at it. Um, that's, that's who's going to go down that rabbit hole. Listen, it is gross. Um, and I, I have a fear of Big dark water. I will probably... Yo, yo. So you talking about like I will I watch those videos and on TikTok and I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, the sea is a scary ass place. So when they ask that when they ask that uh that question, would you rather be in the ocean or lost in the ocean or in the jungles? Nigga, that water is no joke. And you can't perform how you want to perform in that water. No. no. And it's big and it's dark. And the bigger the ocean, the bigger things can grow in it. And I'm only so big. And I've seen white people next to big whales. No. Have you seen them? So now, so do you have, so can you watch it? Do you have that type of phobia to where you can't watch it? Like I can watch it if it's between the hours of 9 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. Once it's dark, anything that I watch involving the ocean and darkness in a boat and the ocean, I'm going to dream about. Oh, wow. That's cool. I used to have TikTok videos. That I used to have vivid nightmares of deep sea barracudas chasing me and I'm treading water or jaws chasing me or you know that movie of that killer octopus? Oh my god. 
my brothers used to watch it all the time. Yo, like, I can't... So, let, so, so, number one, send me that octopus movie. Two, um, I think that is one of the scariest creatures in the ocean is a fucking octopus. Yo, I am terrified. Because, look, look, watch how I bring it all the way around. Because that motherfucker looked like a wet spider. Baylor. I'm there. Okay. What? Tell me about it. It looked, an uh, octopus looks like a wet spider. It basically is a wet spider, but it can fit into anything. And that motherfucker can snap, like, latch on to you, and then the teeth. Yo, that shit is, I'm waiting for all these creatures that we don't know about to come back. I don't want they them going, to come. You've seen the fish and they that come has, in, and they coming from the ocean. Yes, you see the fish that have human teeth. No, <laughs> no, got dentures. There is a fish that has human choppers, like dentures. Send me that too. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't send it to you tonight, but tomorrow I'll see what I can do. Oh yeah, send me that shit. I would have laughed my ass off. Yeah, like, if you got a girl, if you got a girl never... like Steve Harvey, listen. <laughs> yes, it looks just like Steve Harvey. <laughs> this nigga got veneers. I can't, I can't stand that. And um, people who purposely go deep sea diving for what? Mm. For what? There is, there is ocean deepness and depths that humans cannot go into because of fucking pressure. This is true. This is true. In their defense, at least they can get to some services where niggas all kind of history down there. Right? Of course. You, you need to be talking to the niggas that be climbing the mountains. They dumbasses. Why are y'all climbing up the altitude where y'all niggas gonna lose air and then fall off? Just to and be I, like, just to be like, climbing I for? I did it in 2021. Nobody cares. All them people I read about in history who climb Mount Everest, I don't care. Now them you ain't got no. Dead. Them niggas is dead because they frozen. Listen, what? When did you decide to stop? When it was negative 234 degrees, nigga, slide down that mountain and go home. I've been outside. When it was snowing and below temperatures and my hands got wet and I hated it. I don't need to walk up a mountain to understand that I'm going to hate it. Yeah, nah. I I I, I never got that one. Like I I, I mean spent a winter in in Converse. No. No. Oh, but but I have I have one. No more. Yeah, no, I have worn some regular shoes at a at a at a football game and it was it was it was pretty my I couldn't feel my toes. I couldn't feel shit. As soon as we got in the car, that shit started throwing out. I said, what is this? <laughs> Why is this going on? Oh, and then and then after after your last question, I gotta ask you something. Uh me and mm-hmm. DJ have already talked about it, but I, I feel like I gotta share this with you. That I've been oh, experiencing Lord. this week, yeah. Okay. Next question. What's your highest meal you ever made? What's my 
Oh, you talking about while I was high? Yes. Nigga. One night I made I made oatmeal, put Oreos in it, and I was making me a chicken quesadilla at the same time. What? Yo, that shit was fire. Now look, this is how it started. I wanted some apple cinnamon oatmeal. I just had a taste for that. But I also had a taste for like tacos. We didn't have any tacos, but I definitely had some flour tortillas. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to make me some quesadillas. So I did the whole process. I cut up the chicken. You know what I'm saying? Cooked up the chicken, got me some cheese. And then on top of that, I started to uh, boil the water for the oatmeal. And I wanted some Oreos. So I took the Oreos and I said, hmm, something said, have you ever had Oreo flavored oatmeal? I said, no. <laughs> he said, nigga, it's time. I said, it's you're right. <laughs> Rick and Rose, yeah. Yeah, so that was basically, uh, wow. that's, basically that's, that's one of my wildest ones. And you know, the, the reason why that's my number one is not because just how how I put things together and how different they are, but I had forgot that I was actually on a podcast. So <laughs> in the middle of the podcast, they was like, is somebody cooking? <laughs> Yo, shit. I legit forgot I was recording with niggas. The niggas was probably asking me all kinds of questions. <laughs> I was hungry, my nigga. <laughs> I was so hungry. I think the best and worstest feeling is being hungry for multiple things at the same time and mm-hmm. being around the wrong company. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one thing to be naked in front of the wrong people, but to be in front of the wrong people when you want to eat how you want to eat is like, okay, we about to get intimate right now. And I'm happy that my meal happened when I was solo. Okay, so Yo, I'm so di- I'm so disrespectful to food high, like, and I don't care, like, and it, I usually be listening to music. I would be listening to music if I wasn't recording. I would be watching a basketball game and listening to music. And the one thing that I love to do when I'm high while I'm eating is dancing. So I gotta dance and eat. Mm. While- well, when I'm cooking, I have to eat while I cook. Oh, that's a fact. That's why niggas don't ever. That's why. That's why the uh, cooker don't never have a damn plate. They exactly. ate a goddamn meal while they was cooking. I enjoy eating over the counter, standing up in my kitchen instead of eating with my children. Okay, I was gonna say something. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something. Hey, yo, me and Marcy used to have Necky Tuesdays, right? But this this was, this was prior to Bailey being born, and this is when you know my son was going through like the whole uh, visitation thing with his okay. pops. So on Tuesdays we would have Necky Tuesday where we just walk around the house naked or whatever, mm-hmm. and that was just Necky Tuesdays. But we used to eat naked. You know what I'm saying? We just be, it was like our own little naked community of two, population two. Mm. And, you know, and, and it, but, you know, it was, it was, we didn't need it, 
You know what I'm saying? Because we were like rabbits back then. But it's like one of those things where, yo, you either we we free, and it's like we can get it on at any at any moment. Hmm. Well, I said I I I don't do as much, but when we was in the condo, I used to have like my booty nights. And my <laughs> booty is basically. I'm possibly wearing a loose tee with my booty at. And I don't know why I felt like this, but I would rather sit on the dining room chair with my booty cheeks out than sit on the sofa just because I just felt like it's more sanitary. I ain't got to worry about nobody putting their face here. But I did enjoy if I was sitting on it for a long period of time and I got up and I could measure the spread of my ass cheeks. I I just know when I like now now that I know this information when I go over to your house I'm just gonna stand up. Because <laughs> I feel like I feel like I know Shan. Shan is a person that's not going to stay still in one place. If she got the idea of Gigi, Tierra, I need y'all to hear this when I she think because she said. Yo, no, I'm not gonna sit on the sofa. I'm gonna sit on this chair. That that was gonna stop there. Then then she's gonna be like, you know where else? Where else I could sit at? I could sit on the counter. You know what I'm saying? I could spread my cheeks and sit on this counter. And then so- huh? I have sat on the counter before, but not in this house. See, that's what I'm saying. When y'all go over there, yeah, stand up. Just stand up. Don't even sit down. Even when you're ready to sit down, stand up. Because ain't no telling where she and Cheek's been at in that house. Yeah, I just... Oh, my God. That night where I shat on myself, I was almost about to sit on my suede chair, and I didn't. God. We about? I didn't even know we were going there. I didn't, I didn't, yo, you know what I learned today that Gigi taught me? Oh my God, Gigi, Gigi, you gotta, you gotta send us a voicemail because I forgot what it's called. All I know is, is it Alabama? Yeah. Gigi gonna send it. She, she know what I'm talking about. Anyway, she taught me something today that I will never forget for the rest of my life, and it's nothing helpful. It's nothing positive. It's nothing what? that's going to. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, nothing, <laughs> it's nothing that's going to make me be a better person in life at all. But I can't, I cannot get it out of my head. I forgot what it was called. It's a cold nickname. But when she told me what happens, oh, there it is. Go ahead and press it. Oh, wait. An Alabama hot pocket. Talk to me about this. What is it? Gigi, you don't know what an Alabama hot pocket is? All right, so look, please don't, please, please don't look that up. Don't you, don't you dare go to Google for that. An Alabama hot pocket is a guy taking the number two. No. I ain't even finished. I don't want you to finish. Oh my God. I mean, yeah. See, she got a body here. 
Gigi ain't when shit. Is taking a mad shit on the shitter and starts to get constipated. What? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how we got there, but we got there. Why would you do this? I don't even like men spitting on me. Yo, we was talking about how far can we go with like this kink stuff? Like, I understand there's no no kink shaming, but no, man, some of this stuff is just not fun. There's a limit, and this is why the Lord had to bring about diseases because people didn't have boundaries. They didn't. They didn't have boundaries, but they had bowel movements. <laughs> Hella bowel movements, and the bowel movements we have today are very toxic. Listen, listeners. I don't want to finish describing it. We'll just go ahead and look up Alabama Hot Pocket. It's the wildest shit ever. I'm going to tweet this right now and say, Bell. Oh, no. Do. You know, Greg is going. <laughs> Told me to. Because. Oh. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay. How do we get there? How do we get there? Okay, question. Mm-hmm. What is one thing that's been silently on your mind today? Uh, well, yesterday. Oh, yesterday it was it was my it was uh me thinking about my mom. Okay. And today? Uh, today it was uh more more about my wife. Mm. Okay. Um. For me, I've been trying to verbalize what I'm thinking that I can't verbalize because it doesn't make English sense so I couldn't write it down but I was thinking what if what we are taught thus far are just thoughts that other people had who had enough votes to make right or yes we should follow this and what if a lot of what we're taught we have yet to know the truth about until we figure out for ourselves or unlearn and realize for ourselves. I strongly then, go ahead. No, I strongly believe that. I believe that we don't know anything. I believe that we just don't know. You know what I mean? I think I think there's and I'm not sure where you would start. Let's just, I would just say that. I'm not sure where you would start because even with whatever book that you can find, I don't care when it came out or whatever, what, it definitely matters who made it or who wrote it, but that's still based off of an opinion. Right. So it's like, <laughs> you might laugh when I say this, like we're trying to get to the source. Or whatever, like how many imperfect hands have touched this? 
and who was there to prove that this is correct and who are you for me to believe and that's the thing like you you just said it you just said enough people agree that this person's opinion is is valid uh to cover everything and but i need to know what came before that you know speaking speaking from a black person's point of view we have every reason to question everything right especially us you know what i'm saying because we was held back of so much knowledge you know what i'm saying and we just now um and and i'm I'm, you know, you said it earlier and I said it earlier, we're 80s babies. And Uh I think we we expressed a couple of hobbies that brought us back to our childhood. And I think for one, we won't let stuff like that go because even though we had the opportunity to be kids, we were also learning to how, how to survive. And I think now as we get older and we go through our experiences, we go through life, we we learn things, we learn from things, and now, like you said, it we're we're continuing to go on this journey where we're trying to figure out the truth. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We spend so much time uh as kids like learning, like being street smart and surviving and things like that. Now we're just now trying to understand life in a different light. At the same time, we're trying to give back some of that childhood that was taken away from us. Yeah. So so I think like and but you know like you said like the older you get the more you start to realize like a lot of shit that was taught to us was based off of somebody's opinion or even a lie, and now you got to seek out the truth depending on how far again bringing up the rabbit hole how far along do you want to go in that rabbit hole because it can take you some it can take you some places. Yeah. And I try to stop myself from having those thoughts because once you um, think it and you confirm it for yourself, it makes you want to tackle another thought and then another thought. It's kind of like knowing the truth about food. Yeah. When you go into the grocery store, it's going to take you hella long to make some decisions. Yes. Yeah. (sighs) All right. What about you is hella misunderstood? That's misunderstood? Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't... My sarcasm. Um, hmm. I think it, there's still some people that just don't understand my dry humor. Uh, mm-hmm. And they might misunderstand uh, a joke. Uh, because I can keep a straight face, or um, Gigi knows, like Gigi asked me something, and I don't, without knowing, and until she started laughing, I didn't realize how I said it. But I say it, you know, because we're open with each other. And she asked me a question, and I'd be like, nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it's not, it's not me being a smart ass or something like that. It might come off that way. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. I will try to make jokes. I will. Because I, I like for the moment to be uh, I like the vibes to be uh, safe and comfortable and, and free. So um, but I also understand that a lot of people don't understand dry humor like that. So I can it can come off as some sarcasm. 
and you might take it serious or something like that. So yeah, I, I would say in a way, like my personality is misunderstood sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I watch a lot of violent things to channel my aggression. Mm. Uh, especially if I can't um, get my meat. And <laughs> <laughs> so, my, you know, was like, why are you always watching such and such? Because, because this has to go somewhere. And if I can exercise it, I need to visualize it. So there's there's that. Um you know, just just keeping little things in my back pocket. Um hope I don't have to exercise them. Okay. Next question. Give me some of the best worst advice you ever got. The best the best worst advice? Worst advice. Uh, I would say it had to do something with uh, women. Um, yeah, it, it was. It was. I knew it was bad because uh, I always had a different type of um, affection for women, even at a younger age. So I was never. I never. You know, I was never the, the quote unquote player type or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, you know, the OGs. You know, some of the OGs, one of the OGs spit some game at me and I never understood it until I actually got married and or whatever. And I, I just remember we was debating about something. And he said, listen, the difference between me and you is you got several and I got one. Mm. And I and I never understood that. I was like, shit, in my world, seven is more than one. So <laughs> you don't want six more? Like, I don't get it. Uh, whatever. And I didn't realize until I got older what he meant about that. As far as the bad advice... You know, yeah. basically, it was the shit that I wasn't about to use to talk to women. Okay. The shit that the shit that don't work. Okay. Um, some of the best worst advice I got is from my uncle, my favorite uncle. Um, he told me that. He kept a lot of people happy in their marriages from Ooh. fucking with. Yeah, it, yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Shit like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? The older I get, makes sense because a lot of people always, you know, from the outside looking in, why would you stay with somebody if they don't do this and this for you? Because they have to be exercising their happiness elsewhere while dealing with this here and sometimes sometimes the person that's on the out between two people that's on the in they need an outlet or they need a person to satisfy or allow them to channel whatever they need to channel that they can't get from the person that they on the in with and a lot of times that stretches out a bad relationship or a relationship that was once good, but 
the engagement in this area is bad and it stretches it out and it gives I feel like it just gives the person that's in it and clueless about the third wheel the illusion that everything is cool mm. and so what that did for me is as a as a woman because he told me this when I was in like my my freshman year of college he told me he told me this and we were having breakfast and I'm just like it made me not comfortable being happy with somebody mm. or not or not comfortable um thinking like their their laugh today was a deep good one or is it just surface because I said something funny or is it just let me just laugh right now with her so she can have a good time. And then once I leave, let me go get get me elsewhere and then go home and be fully satisfied because I got a piece of everybody today. So mm. it's kind of like um, I instantly started to deal with people as moments and not and not feel like just like in awe about moments I was having with people because I'm just like this is temporary this is temporary and if I if I if I understand the fact that this is temporary once it becomes something that's done it won't bother me as much Mm. so I'm just like damn he done peel my skin But it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing. Um, how is your family loving the new home? Um, they they like it. They like it. Um, I think it's one of those things where um they've gotten used to it so fast. And kids don't really, uh, you know, kids at this age, they don't really appreciate what they have because, uh, you know, they don't really understand. Uh, they don't really Not. understand. Um, but, you know, we, we are already talking about, yeah, we need a bigger house. So, you know, Bailey wants her own room and things like that. But overall, you know, they love it. They love it, especially with the dog being is your son looking to go to college, like away to college or no? He is in a, he is in a, he's 16, you know, and he's in that stage where, God, you could just tell the difference between when we were teenagers and these teenagers. And even the teenagers mm-hmm. before them, um, he's in this weird space where he's try- he's still trying to figure himself out. And mm-hmm. we've been trying to explain to him that you will always try to figure out who you are because you will continue to evolve into a different person. You know, right. there's, there's not certain times where, you know, I can't say you're going to be this way until you're, you know, 19 and then you'll be another person at 19. And then when you get to 25, you're going to you know, it's just, it comes when it wants to, you know what I mean? So um, I think he's, he's stuck in that, that area right now 
and but we know that we i'm not saying this as because i want it for him mm-hmm. we just know you just know being around your kid you know what would be good for them not necessarily because you would like it but because you know when they are in that space how much they enjoy it he just doesn't he's just not he he's not mature enough to say all right i want to do this regardless of what my friends think Mm. so when you ask like the college question i know he would love college hell we're trying to get him into track and i know he would love it because he's athletic he just Mm. doesn't know because he hasn't done it yet we know that he does it with food we he'll we'll sit up there and make some basic table food and he will have no knowledge of it or whatever and what but he would his, his mind will automatically go to Ew, it's got to be nasty because I've never heard of it. You know what I mean? Until yeah. he tastes it, then it's like it just blows their mind. It's like a kid getting sugar for the first time. It's over, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I think he'll be. I think he will love college. You know what I mean? But you know, he's a part of a generation that they don't see college. You know, they see social media. They see going viral. They see sponsorship they see becoming a entrepreneur mm-hmm. right out the you know what i mean so that's where we're at with that mm, interesting <sighs> i'm not ready for teenagers hey man look i'll me and you will be in this together uh because we got we got some girls coming up and this is gonna be yeah. my first a teenage girl so i'm right there with you Oh my god. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Okay. If you were a food, what kind of food would you be and why? Dang, that's a that's a that's I don't know how many questions we got left, but that's gotta be the dopest question I've ever been asked. What food would I be? Yes. Shit, it might have to be God, that's a good question because there's so many foods that I would want to be, yo, yo. I I was gonna go with some type of ice cream, but I'm gonna have to say mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, ooh, yeah, yeah mac and cheese for so many different reasons. For the sound alone, yeah, I'm about that life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The the process, you know, what I'm saying, understanding, you know, it's gonna take a minute to craft this. Vintage. Um, I hate how long the process takes to get to the goodness. I hate it. But what? But watch this though. You are like your mac and cheese as far as your your podcast, or you being a creator in general. The process. You just said it. Like it takes so long to get to the goodness. But but we're on that journey right now though. Yeah. But I want to eat it. Right I know. Right. It's like several different cheeses up in there. Ooh, y'all not ready. It's a lot of diabetic shit. You know, somebody was like, breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. <laughs> My thing is like, just give me a burnt corner. Oh, look at you. Look at you. You not ready. We'll fight. Shan, if you ever want to fight me, let me tell you something. Hey, let me tell 
to the I'm I'm talking to the cancel culture right now. I'm talking to you motherfuckers right now. Let it be one corner left. Don't be, yo that and it's and it's the right type. It's the right amount of crisp and burnt. Listen, if you when, think I won't fight Shan when I put my spoon in it, I want to see where I put my spoon in it. Hey, let me tell you something, cancel culture. Protect your black woman. Protect. Your... Look, I'm knocking that queen out for the hell game for the headquarters. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Oh my give, God. Me, give me that mac and cheese, man. If, you, if somebody messed up and dropped the macaroni and cheese on the floor and it's still cold, that I won't cut off the top. Oh man, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would be fun dip because fun dip. Yeah, as a child, I was never sure if I was supposed to eat be eating that white stick or not. Um, see what I'm talking about? Because you can lick me, you can suck me, and you can eat me, and you will never forget the fun time. I hope. I hope when this episode drops, I hope everybody that's 60, 70 years old get it first. I hope all the elders, I hope all the elders get the new shit first. I want them to listen to this. Because the first thing she said is, you can suck me. What be going on with women, man? It, it sounds so different and creepier when they do this shit. Oh my god! I do not. I do not want to give y'all a penis today. I do not because I think, man, you niggas is gonna y'all gonna get everything in the world pregnant off the first y'all are gonna. Bad behind a wheel. Yo, the way these states is trying to block women from getting rid of swimmers, Plan B is on the plug. Yo, man, shout out to that IUD. Sheesh. Shout out to my doctor for clearing my guts. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, Alas, Fill in the blank and first fill in the blank at the same goddamn time. You ready? Okay. If I didn't hate blank, I do blank or have blank. What is if I didn't hate blank, I do blank or have blank. If I didn't hate blank, hmm. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is one that's gonna make sense. Mm. Uh, but if I didn't hate fear, mm. I wouldn't be. What's the rest of it? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to line it up. If I didn't, to... okay. If I didn't hate fear, I'd do blank 
or have blank. Oh, okay. If I didn't hate fear, I would have more courage. Um, and be more risky. Mm. I think we all would. I think we yeah. all would. <sighs> How about you? If I didn't have titties, I'd do more sports and have less bras. I thought she was going to go deep. This nigga said if I didn't have breath, I would be a soccer player. <laughs> or, or white girls in the summer in New York because they never wear bras. They just put on their tank tops and they go. They put on their summer dresses and they go. Sometimes they go do laundry in their white t-shirts and nobody bothers them because all they have is chest and nipples. And the scary part is they have admitted that <clears throat> they're not necessarily taking the bath every day. They did say that. And they don't wash their legs. You know what? I don't blame them because they're coming back full circle to their heritage of the pilgrims when they came. And the Indians um, introduced them to soap that mixed with the water and how cleansing the body is good and healthy for the body. So, if that's going to help life, balance out life, who are we to tell them add some more days to that bath? Well, you being disrespectful to my to my space, that's that's when I'm able to tell them something. You stink. No, no, you stink. You stink, bucko. Okay? You need to wash your ass, your legs, your kneecaps, behind your ankle. I know behind your ear smells like belt with depression. (laughs) Wash your ass, okay? What about the creases of the belly button? Everybody forgets about the creases of their belly button. That is a hot. I don't look. That's an Alabama hot pocket. That goddamn belly button. Okay, you need to wash every. Get in there, okay. And I know y'all niggas not washing y'all ass and wiping y'all ass properly. Okay, I said to all the men. When you get in the shower, you take that. You take that pointer. You take that finger. You see that first line on that finger. You, you get it up in there, okay? Don't be scared to spread your butt cheeks for the water and 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 that washcloth. Get in there, okay? okay. Just do it. Do it for us. Do it for humanity. Do I'm it. Not, be- I'm not even gonna go shopping for towels and rags no more. I'm just gonna go to white people's houses. Let me get that. You're not using them. What do they use them for, though? I'm going to still keep my Turkish towels in the closet on my shelf because that's what black moms do. They keep their good shit in their closet on the shelf away from their children. 
I need me some Turkish towels. They That's feel good. They feel like newborn baby booty hairs, but on the towel. Like a million of them. I have no idea how we got here. <laughs> I promise you, my nigga. I'm sorry, okay? I don't know what baby has ever had hair on their ass. It's so soft. If you hear me, um, last you know thing. babies that got hair on their ass. Well, Gigi understands. Um, newborn babies are very hairy. At least mine's were. Um, for the longest time, I had hair on my nose, like little hairs on my nose, and my brothers will always tease me. It's a little bit on there, but not as much as it used to be. Um, last thing I want to say, Baylor, I would love to do a pod fam trip soon. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not talking me. I'm talking like all of us. If we pick a city um, when the time is right, when the price is right, because right now a trip from to Texas is looking like $900 round trip. Um, Jesus and just And just like meet up in the flesh whether it's a couple of days or two days um maybe it could be like this year we meeting up where this person is at or that person is at uh-huh. and just like you know pod fam hey, look, I, I, I'm gonna tell you like my wife can tell you my friends can tell you like for we had a streak going to where you know whether it was one of the wives' birthday, mm-hmm. uh, something like that, you know, and, and our wives for the most part got birthdays and, and some great months. My wife' birthday is in August, you know. We got a wife' birthday that's in May, um, you know, in March and stuff like that. So we used to, you know, get these Airbnbs and these home away from homes. And yeah, they'll have about 10, 12 rooms. And all you have to do is just pay for a room and we would meet up, <laughs> whether it was Vegas, um, you know, mostly Vegas or Palm Springs or whatever. It's always a pool, some water attached to it. It's gotten a little bit, uh, we, we haven't done it in a while. And, and, and the bodies have gotten lower to where we just doing like, you know, maybe we just invite one family or whatever, go to Big Bear or something like that. But, yo, we used to rent out these places and, uh, you know, and, and chill from a, a Thursday through Sunday or a Friday through Sunday or something like that. And I think uh, we should, you know, we should get to that. You know, I know recently, I want to say the, uh, the, happy gir- uh, the, the happy hour girls, you know what I'm saying? They recently rented, I think they rented the cabin or whatever and you know for the most part you know first time meeting each other in person you know mm. so but that was dope nah. so I'm with it we'll work on it we'll work on it but for the most part I feel like I uh, talked you out yeah I I will say this before before we go. I wanted to bring up this. Have you ever had an uh, allergic allergic reaction to something? Yes. And you, yeah. again, 
you get a rash or something like that on your skin? Yes. I um the last two times I ate sushi in New York, my whole body mm-hmm. completely covered in hives for 30 days. It was no so way. I'm glad I, I'm glad you said that because I was gonna I'm currently going through that right now. Wow. What did you yeah, eat? Yeah, I'm current I so we have three um suspects is either uh I tried a spicy tuna roll mm. that my wife had and I just had one and I didn't like it. I knew I wasn't gonna like it, but I wanted to try it anyway. So okay. it could be that. Uh it could be gold bond lotion. Um mm. or it could be uh detergent. And the thing is I don't think it's the the the, the detergent or the uh, lotion because I've used those before and never broke out. This is my first time actually breaking out throughout my whole body. Mm. But the question that I wanted to ask is if you ever had an outbreak like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, On damn near your whole body. And if you have, have you ever take, have you ever taken a shower and had that skin orgasm? Because the hot water hitting it. Wait, let me tell you. When I tell you, it is the second best feeling of all time. The first one is definitely me. With me is is you know obviously an orgasm, busting the nut. This okay. feels like I- your skin is being get- it scratched at the same time. We're about to get a little closer. So for me. A good cummage feels like the epitome of a good itch being scratched, which brings me to when I shave, when I get really door the Explorer and I shave creases on me in a manner where it's life and death if I budge too much and that motherfucking hair starts going back and I'm washing myself. It is getting scratched. Oh my god! So I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're yeah. saying. Orgasmic, yeah. and to the point yeah. where I close my eyes and be like, "You should not be enjoying this this much." And a lot of times, when my DP thinks that he's doing good work he's not doing good work i'm using your dick to scratch an itch <laughs> wow wow i'm sending this right to him absolutely like, it's I got... not you it's definitely me i did that no but you know what you're right, though. like i was in a shower i was in a shower the other day and you know how we how uh, how us men will complain about women turning the water up too hot when we take showers yeah. together. Me and my wife take showers together a lot, and she would for the most part. But this time, I'm in a shower and I turn I turn the heat up, and you could just you could see the the heat. Like this is not I wouldn't normally be in this type of heat or whatever. Yeah. It'd be too hot for me. But because of the heat and the way the water is hitting my skin and is irritating <laughs> the hell out yeah. of it, 
I'm getting I'm itchy and it's scratching it. And the hotter it gets, the more orgasmic it gets. I'm like, yo, this is like that that episode on I think it was a Black Mirror episode where I think it was. I'm not sure if I'm right or not. It could have been a whole totally different show. But this guy um would harm himself because it felt good. So he would uh-huh. rip his teeth out and scratch himself. And the more pain that he would do, the more he would feel like good. And I was like, yo, this is scary because this feels like that. I'm just, I'm in the shower just with my eyes closed. Like this uh-huh. is the best thing ever. So I just wanted to make sure. That's, I how I feel. That's how I feel about people who get those tribal tattoos. And it's just like a whole arm of ink. You're addicted yeah. to feeling of yeah. that needle in you. Not it's not, oh, I just want to get another tattoo. Like you like that. Yeah, now that's crazy. Um the only thing I can't think of how I felt um when I broke out in highs like that, but there was nothing um like Benadryl wise that would take it away. It's just like something that had to exit your body on its own. I feel like it's definitely the tuna roll. Still Mm -hmm. to this day, I do not know what's inside of the tuna. I mean, not the tuna, but the sushi that made me break out knives. But I know I didn't make it any better by eating it a consecutive time too close. Mm. Um, So it was like really in my body. But the crazy thing is I've eaten sushi before that and nothing happened. But at the same time, we have to remember the food now compared to like 2010 when it happened to me, it's so just filled up with chemicals now that it's probably not even the sushi per se. It's the shit that they put in it to preserve it, sell it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you said it took about a month? A month to get out my system and it went away on its own and mind you I was working at Dooney and Burke in New York between Park and motherfucking Madison Avenue right uh, you have to stand up and dress up and wear three things of makeup from 9am to 6.30pm in front of very wealthy rich people who come in and want to buy a window of shit and there was high all over my fucking body. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. So whatever it makes you feel better, do that. But there's no rush process on that coming out of your system. Unfortunately. Yeah. But I haven't touched sushi since. I miss it. Um... I haven't gotten like an allergy test to see what I'm allergic to or not. I just, it's just like one of those things where you gave me herpes once, I'm not going to touch you again. (laughs) That's a wild uh, sound bite to walk in on. (laughs) (laughs) Gave me herpes once. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that the um 
spider that was like he's been working on an NFT, been up, you know, thirty yeah. times. <laughs> beat beat had herpes twice this week. I was just like, dog, what? Yo, nigga said he had two herpes outbreaks. <laughs> Let me tell you, man, these niggas is different. What is happening? Why did he? Oh my god. <sighs> Okay. Yeah. I'm glad Accelerate came in here way before then, because coming yeah. in with he gave me herpes is wild. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> good times. Good good people. I appreciate this, Baylor. This was good. This was good. I, I think to- I think we're gonna have to do another show, but we we need to we need to go to the drama side. We need to go to the serious side. Mm. I think it, I think it's some 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 good information that needs to be unlocked on that side. Mm. Interesting. Shout out to um, Drake from Everything Culture. Yesterday he dropped a bomb, a good bomb, a love bomb, yeah. with a conversation to his mom that I appreciate. Um, just like I told you this, like I appreciate your episodes where you just talk about whatever you feel like talking about because I feel like if I was a person that just did not want to talk to people and I needed to talk things out loud, I feel like you speak for people who might think how you think, but don't talk out loud. Right. I appreciate that. I just it's only so much you could say when you're giving your opinion on something that's being talked about every day, every yes. week. Like, and don't get me wrong, I listen to a lot of podcasts that report uh, you know, what's going on in the world and certain events and things like that. Um and I'm also a part of shows that's kinda like that when it talks about current news and hip-hop and things like that but it's like it's only so much that you can listen to you know what I mean like to me I want to get to know the podcaster not just the talent but knowing who the person is so and I also feel like when you when you share your life or share whatever you know uh things about you uh you there's a there's a level of intimacy with the with the listeners that you have and and it's cool to have that because that's how you build a relationship. That's how it's also how you you can meet, you can uh, have friends. You can get friends from that. You can get uh, you know customers from that. Um, uh-huh. You can get a whole lot from from just being authentic and being real with yourself and not creating characters online. And then when they meet you in person, you're a whole totally different person. So, right. Agreed. That's why I fuss with. Um, this has been another one that we have done together because it had to be done. It had to be done. My name is Shan. You can find me at Shanby Podden on TikTok, Twitter, IG, ShanbyPodden.com. That is Baylor, BTG for President Podcast. Check it out. 
this will be a shared episode. So whether you listen to BTG for President, hello, you've heard of me. This is not a new voice for you. If you listen to She Gets It Pod, this is not a new voice for you either. Baylor has been here. Okay, we've done plenty of shows together. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate it. Oh yeah, no doubt. It's always uh it's always a fun one. Always a fun one. Yes. Gang gang. Listen, I will be dropping that octopus in the um the chat tomorrow when the sun is up. And uh the fish with teeth with dentures. Yo, you gotta send me the Steve Harvey fish. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> The Yo, I, deep sea are scary. I did not know that she was afraid of that. I look. I'm. A, I'm. I technically I'm scared of them too, but I'm also fascinated. So it's like I like looking at shit like that, and I really this, love the, the the. There's a like oh like a million sharp teeth, and they go around in a circle, and I'm just like, oh my god. Oh man, who created this, and why? Who knows? Oh my god! Um, but I don't want to talk about it because I'm gonna think about it. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Gigi, thank you. Accelerate, thank you. And no one in here gave me herpes. Yay! yay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Okay. Thank <laughs> you.